0: Hey, hey, hey everyone! Welcome back to Spilling the GNT Podcast. You're here with Paula. And Dr. Tom. Now we're here to give you the opinion. You never really asked for. We we're giving it anyway. That's right. Now Paula here's a performer. Mm, and Dr. Tom's a psychiatrist. Mm. And we're here to give you our professional Profession- view. But oh, oh my god, I just talked over. Sorry, I forgot you were here. Shall that, we? That's literally our whole thing. <laughs> Sorry, um. Hi, who are you? How did you get in there?
1: Only your
0: co-star <laughs> Professional 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 review on RuPaul's Drag Race Season 14. 14 So let's raise a glass Or a bottle And start spilling The G&T. Podcast clink. clink Hey everyone, welcome back to Dr. Tom and I's <laughs> uh, Podcast review Now, as you know and it's a live part, live podcast listening of every episode of RuPaul's Drag Race. Uh-huh. So it's like a live viewing, but it's live listening. Yes. So we review as we watch the episode, indeed. and then we release it before other people's opinions start coming out. Yes. Now that is basically our podcast. We've got the episode right in front of us, ready Love to indeed. start and stop and talk, mm-hmm. and then start, stop, talk. And then start, stop,
1: finish, release, out. Well, that's a really good rundown of our process. Thank yes. you for thank you for letting us all in on that. Thank you. I'd always been curious. Yeah, <laughs> I was
0: wondering why you guys keep doing what you're doing. Now, now it all just makes
1: sense. Now it all just clips. Mm. How are you? I'm
0: good. Thank it's you. It's nice to have you here on the podcast. Thank Not surprisingly, you. I knew you were here.
1: <laughs> Did you? I expected you <laughs> to be here. Why am I here? No, it's good to be here. It's good to be here. I with was doing the intro you, and I was like, oh, oh hi Tom. Sorry. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> How are you? How was your week, Dean?
0: My week's been pretty chill. Um, I'm actually finding it so
1: funny seeing a lot
0: of these clips of the wind.
1: Uh, is Eunice? Is that her name? It is Eunice, which reminds me of Eunice Hutt-Hart of Gladiator's fame. Okay. Yeah. She, Has been quite serious. Well, though, she, well, you know,
0: like her, she's she's been knocking up the competition. She's oh. been blowing. She's been blowing everyone out of the waters. <laughs> she's, been, she's, oh. she's blowing you. She's been blowing us away. She's been blowing us well. Her away.
1: performance has been mind blowing. We've been very fortunate here in Liverpool. It's not been too bad, but unfortunately, other parts of the country haven't been so fortunate. Um, but uh, yeah, it's uh, dying down a little bit now, thankfully. Dying, Tom. Sensitive, sort of, please. <laughs> dark humor today. Yeah, that's very dark. <laughs> you need. But- Let's turn our focus towards the light-hearted news of the (laughs) the Drag Race world.
0: Okay, well, let's talk about last week. Let's get Mm -hmm. straight into Rupert Drag Race. um, Georgias, her
1: backlash. The backlash for Georgias winning. It's been a week of backlash because there's been backlash against Georgia and backlash against Pangina, Jujubee, Bagger, anybody who's not Jimbo on uh, UK versus the world. You
0: know what? I think it's a, it's a it's a spilling, it's the spilling over of emotion from that cup mm-hmm. when um every, when Pangina sent uh, Jumbo home. Now everyone's just transferred
1: their anger to anything else that just well, mildly pisses them off. The George's, the George's event happened before the Pangina and Jumbo event. I mean, let's talk about well, it. Well, it's so,
0: amplified the emotions.
1: Yeah. Okay. It's been a big echo chamber, hasn't it? Yeah. Social media for you. I guess, you know, when we reviewed last week, uh, we thought actually it was a pretty strong sewing challenge. Um, Georgia's was not my personal favorite garment on the runway. I wouldn't have even put her in the top three, to be honest. I think she looked beautiful. Don't get me wrong. Do not misquote me. I thought she was beautiful. Beautiful. She was beautiful. But um, it just wasn't the most complicated or elevated garment on the runway. Mm. Um, I think people are perfectly entitled to their opinion on the garment i mean it's it's fashion it's a it's an art form people are going to have different opinions i just thought you know there were several other girls who put a lot more effort in and brought something grander and more drag um and that seemed to be the consensus actually out there in the community even georgia herself looked shocked with the wind remember yeah Yeah. she was a bit taken aback um but here we are and then unfortunately georgia's compounded it a little by um, coming for one of the franchise's most beloved entertainers. The
0: darling of mm-hmm. RuPaul's Drag Race, Cynthia Lee Fontaine.
1: One of the most pure-hearted souls in the franchise.
0: There's not one queen who has ever
1: spoken ill of, of Cynthia. And also, cancer survivor. Exactly. If you're... If you're <laughs> like, yeah.
0: cancer yeah, yeah, survivor, she's, really? She's got
1: a special place in many people's hearts. Yeah. You know, for her bravery and for her amazingness. And yes. just and- being a sweet soul. I mean if you're such a wonderful person that acid betty flies across the usa to take care of you there, when it, you're is. Not well, there it is there you go um but if anybody doesn't know um cynthia didn't even tag Georges in there she was commenting in a very general way about the on twitter i believe um about the the construction challenge and just that she thought that um some of the less elevated looks were praised more and she compared this to previous seasons said she was a bit baffled by it didn't tag George in didn't name georgias then if anybody else doesn't know Cynthia had a car accident this week but she's thankfully okay um there were no there were no lasting injuries but her, the back of her car is a wreck um and georgias what was her reply her comment is that's well, that's, mm. that's why your car's messed that's up that's why
0: your car's messed up something now Obviously, she's coming for Cynthia from her remarks. And Mm -hmm. Cynthia did say that... I didn't say your name. I didn't name you. I was talking about the construction. But let's be real. Mm-hmm. Cynthia said every she, she, she. Cynthia was like, "I'm not gonna say any names, but there's a five foot two Latina queen who dropped out of school at sixteen, who did a lipstick to Julie who sent home her own story, who's a Sagittarius." Like she said everything but George's name, and it's like, yeah. and this is like, I don't know why you came for me, George's. I did not say your name. You said everything else. Your name is not in my mouth. Don't act like you were not talking about me. She said everything except for George's name. (laughs) So I was like, of
1: course George's is going to get upset. The criticism was so mild. I mean, I have not watched, because we don't. You know, we catch up with them later. Pit Stop, Purse First. Can't wait to catch up with Purse First Impressions, by the way. Just love Bob. Um, Race Chaser, whatever. Um, And also Fashion Photo Review. But apparently all of them were a bit baffled, yeah. By George's as win. So we're talking about Raja, Bob, uh, Monet, some of the real big hitters of the franchise. And yeah, she came for Cynthia, you know, in all of that. <laughs> um, I'm gonna say, obviously, sort of George's is a young queen, she's enjoying the ride, but I think she had a tough week and she bit back and didn't think first. Yeah. And you know, if she was friends with Cynthia, that could have been fun, hearted shade. You know, if you knew her enough to say something so shady. But, a but she doesn't know her, and Cynthia was a bit upset by it. Yeah. Um, the other thing was as well, do you see the thing about Roscoe's? She got Monet and Monique mixed up. Um, She did say she was high when she, said she, she was, was high. answering. Which and is very frank of her. <laughs> they
0: both have the same first syllable. Monique and Mo-ne,
1: Monet. So excellent. maybe... Well, do you know what that came in the wake of? Um, there have been some comments by the UK queens of, of colour yeah. who, who are sick of being mixed up with each other, which I find so bizarre because they're all such distinct performers. It was specifically Tia Coffee, Tace, Astina and Vanity Milan. Um, apparently people kind of like get them mixed up with each other, which is obviously loaded with racism. Yeah. Because they're so distinct. It's so strange to me. mm yeah but it's off the back of that as well so people it's, are like oh, okay somebody else getting black queens mixed up
0: it's it's it's, it's, been, been, a it's been a rough week for georgia <laughs> it? it's been a it's been a rough but willow pill did come to her defense on twitter and says um there's a lot of you grown adults there attacking a 21 year old 21 mm-hmm. year old for a reality tv show and um i I want to clap back Yeah, I'm coming for Willow <gasps> And I want to say Willow, first of all It's these 15 year olds That are trolling the internet it It's is. these 17 year olds It's these 16 year olds Who are the loud ones Who are doing all this shit So don't come for me <laughs> Do not come for me As an old game. Yes, man as, yep. as an elder game, As an elder I'm an elder now Okay, I'm passing the torch <laughs> To Willow And I'm teaching her it is not us, mm-hmm. okay? It is not us. And she's coming for, by adults, she's talking about like the review podcasts and and the review, like, you know, boot. Um, Boo. Yeah, well, that's what they do. They do it to everyone. They're not singling out you. Oh, and when yeah. it comes to people talking about the show and reviewing the show, they're critiquing everyone. But specifically, I think Willow was coming for all of the hate she's getting. Girl... My people are on Twitter. <laughs> We're still on
1: myspace.com. Your people are not social
0: media. We're in Christian Mingle, okay? you better <laughs> Don't come for my people. Don't I, come for my listeners. I'm girl. still on Bebo. Bebo.
1: Do you remember Bebo? I remember Bebo.
0: Oh my... Do you remember before Google, there was dogpile.com? Do you we, remember Dogpile? We had,
1: we had Ask Jeeves. That was the most popular search engine here before. That was, yeah. In school, people would always put in, Jeeves, you gay. Oh, no, that And he'd answer and he'd go, no, I'm just a little bit camp. Did he? Yeah, he'd actually answer. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> mm-hmm. well, what a way to get people off your back. It's still closeted, it? though. Uh,
0: so let's get to this week. Anyway, so, uh, last week, that's the recap. Um, Maddie has gone home by Jasmine Kennedy. Jasmine Kennedy went off on that lip sync. Oh, she was fantastic. For me, it's my favorite lip sync this season. More so
1: than Georges.
0: Absolutely more so
1: than Georges. Against Orion.
0: Can I just say this one thing about Georges, And I'll probably say the same thing about Jasmine Kennedy. Is mm-hmm. that Georges was doing the same... Combo. When I say combo, it's like a, if I, it's like an a count. It's like a one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, A part of ray, turn, mm-hmm. spin, set, clap. She was doing that. She did that same combo that I saw her do in her talent show, that I've also seen her do on YouTube to a different song, okay. which makes me think that um, okay, she was not that it's a bad thing, but she's performing choreography to um a well-known choreography that she has in her repertoire. To everything. That's not a bad thing. That's that's awesome. I do it all the time. But um, yeah. that was the third time I'd seen her do specific combos. So, and then for uh-huh. me, I'm like, okay, okay, I let's, let's mix it up, babe.
1: Next time. I guess for the viewers of the show who've not seen her YouTube stuff, that will be Um Well, new. they saw
0: episode one where she did that same. It's kind of like a kick. Oh, okay. And it's kind of, yeah, yeah, yeah. I she do, goes down I to do the ground with a yeah. leg out. I do yeah. get what you mean. But that was depth. a great a lip. Bit. That was an amazing lip sync. Yeah. But. I'm, but I think Jasmine doing it to Beyonce. She had the right song. She and then the movement, and then she has the right, like her length. And She's just very it was sexy. Just so good. She's very light.
1: It was so good. I mean, it has been a tough week for Georgia. So don't think. I don't think any queen deserves hate to be sent to them. Um, I do hope she has a better week this week.
0: Yeah. Mm.
1: Well, usually it takes like another episode to get the heat off someone. I mean, memories are very, very short. For all say. Fickle we have an incredibly fickle fandom.
0: Yeah. So uh, I think we should get on to the next episode. And let's get the episode started. on oh, please
1: stop. <laughs> I have something I need to tell you. What? <laughs> it's urgent news.
0: I must, sire. Please. <laughs> please, please. I, bese- I okay, entreat God,
1: thee. I beseech thee. No, we've had a review. The
0: hell is your problem with screaming <laughs> at me like that?
1: Had to get your attention somehow. You take up so much air time. Um, so we've had a lovely review from um, Chloe Bell. Uh, oh, sure- yes, a review. Go on. Pretty sure Chloe... Um, sends us little messages on the Instagram all the time. So, hey, Chloe. Friend of the Insta. Hey, Chloe. Friend of the Insta. We're all friends of the Insta. Um, I love this podcast so much. The speed at which it is released following the episode of Drag Race is just amazing as my opinion... Uh- as my opinions are still fresh in my mind, so I feel like I'm there having a discussion with them. I love Paolo and Tom's relationship and banter hmm. <laughs> with each other. Yeah, banter makes me laugh. Banter, yeah, banter. No that's nice. what it is. No matter, we don't fight. <laughs>
0: you know, we don't pause recording just to like take dig at each other. No,
1: <laughs> it's fluent recording, seamless. I'm so glad that it comes seamless. across that way, Chloe. Um, I'm training for a marathon, and I always save the episodes for whenever long run as it makes it a thousand times no ten thousand times less painful um but and the time flies by i also love the instagram oh thank you chloe thank you so much with the pictures and the looks and the references thank you so much for what you do chloe, thank you chloe that's an amazing super super sweet. Review. thank you thank you
0: also a marathon girl yes you you um you go for help it, chloe. me first of all <laughs> i want chloe chloe if you're listening right now i cannot run to save my life every time there's a run oh you downplay
1: that you do your best running you do pretty damn well win better than me tom you don't run no that's true you don't that's true you don't run
0: the only thing you run is your mouth (laughs) you don't run like but i have so much respect for people who can run yes and a marathon go for it girl i mean i'm in love Go Go for it, get it And I hope that this is helping you along Because I need If if I ever do run Which is like You know, sometimes I get for a run Because I force myself to Because I need to get better (laughs) I need good music Or a good podcast There we go To get me through Because I get bored so easily so um, he, he, here we are, yes. we hope that we're helping, and thank you so much for the review. If Cheers anyone's going. listening and you haven't yet written us a review, um, please feel free to do so on uh, Spotify, uh, on Apple Podcasts, mm-hmm. or Podchaser, or however you can. Uh, it's great for our algorithms. It really helps us The a reviews lot. are one of the reasons why our podcast has become more and more popular yes. ever since we've started asking for reviews. Um, we've jumped up Definitely. in listenership and ratings, yeah. and it's been such a huge help. So I want to say thank you very much to everyone who has or is going to. Now let's get into the episode. I want a T-shirt of Jasmine Kennedy or a cup or a mug of her saying what she said when she walked in the room. She walked in the room first thing she says mm. is, "Well, that was easy." Ah. <laughs> oh. I when she said that <laughs> I I almost dropped my Prosecco <laughs> I almost dropped my prosciutto. Well, that was easy because if you hadn't known, there was a fight that went on an, an mm. untuck last week between Maddie and Jasmine.
1: The first fight, really, between Maddie and, and and Jasmine. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, Maddie hadn't really been fighting with anybody. She hadn't been doing anything. Or Jasmine anything. actually. Well, Jasmine had actually, but it had with. Uh, uh, cornbread. No, 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 no. cornbread, cornbread but it had heads jasmine. Wait, yeah, yeah, quite jasmine was. Distinctly. Yeah,
0: um, yeah. I, I was really good to see their fight, and she really delivered what she said. She, she
1: did. She delivered a promise on the. Uh, she on the
0: destroyed her. She literally destroyed It was a fab lip sync.
1: Um, yeah, it was great. And yeah. I want that. Why that was easy, I need that on a cup or a mug. Do you know what else I would settle for a t-shirt of? Diabetes face in the beginning of this episode when Georges is getting praised for her win. <laughs> it's priceless.
0: Diabety is the name of the game this 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 scene and and, and that post runway scene her face is it all do you know what do you know who diabetes is? diabetes is every comment that has come out since george's win in the last week yeah diabetes is that face of is, is that voice everyone has been saying what diabetes is saying in this moment she's saying that's the
1: most glamorous napkin <laughs> i've ever seen i mean it was just a few pieces of fabric Beautifully put together, but I think is really feeling it because she's fresh off the back of feeling compared to Crystal as well. So I, I do think um, Productions having a really jolly time of pushing Dire in a certain direction, um, and she's she's taking the bait. She's expressing herself. She's giving us good TV. Well, well you know she's what? I conflict. think one of the
0: worst things is when, when someone compares you to someone else. What they what they're really saying is that everything that you think you're good at is not because of you or all the praise that or, you're getting yeah. is actually a praise to the person that you're imitating. Your artistry yeah, lacks originality. Exactly. Yeah. And so, it's it takes away all of the hard work and all of the effort that you've invested in this art form and giving that praise to someone else and nothing is for you. And actually, I think that's, that's very mean to do that. It's really... It is. It's, it is. It's, and it's,
1: it's an example of the, the, the program really trying to prod diabetes and create like a little villain portrayal for her. Um, one thing that I was surprised by was how easily Georgius was wounded by her words. Because she's just been on the main stage getting loads of praise from RuPaul and the entire panel of judges. And she's just had a win and $5,000. Dyer's words are coming from an angry place. And obviously in the moment, it's easy to forget that really her words aren't necessarily directed at Georgia. they're just a bit like she, she's become a target for her frustration is what it is. Um, so, but yeah, George just looks really wounded, but I guess you know, she's she's sensitive, she's vulnerable, she's, she's not. Because she knows that it's the truth. Well, I do think that's true as well, because if if there were completely inaccurate words, then it would be in the it, words of Jinx Monsoon. Water, uh, water on a duck's, ducks back.
0: back. Exactly. Yeah. If when
1: when someone talks crap about you mm-hmm. and you know that it's crap, it doesn't affect you. So perfect example, Jasmine last week in Untucked. You think you think you're going to beat me in a lip sync? That's just completely inaccurate. She's
0: yeah. just like, okay, finish your drink. I'm going to destroy you.
1: <laughs> yeah. (laughs) bye do you want to start packing now yeah she got heated but her feelings weren't hurt were they no she wasn't she was just a bit like why do you think you're gonna beat me and i'm like she was insulted (laughs) at the idea that her her
0: her performing arts Mm. was better than hers it was an insult her it was a reaction to an insult to her craft Mm -hmm. she wasn't reacting out of anger because it she wasn't angry at what she was saying. She was angry that you think you're better than me. Yes. You think that you're on my level. You are not on my level,
1: Madeline. Okay? So check your lipstick before you're you queer.
0: come queer. No, no. You're here.
1: You're not queer. Get used
0: to it. Okay, Maddie?
1: You're here. You're not queer. In a few minutes, you won't be here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I do miss Maddie, though. Um, I I ha- had a real soft spot for her. I thought she was a really funny person. Um, with like a cool point of view. So I will miss her on the show. Yeah. But I think Diabetes is just speaking her truth.
0: Um, but then George's retaliation, to me, was a bit empty. George was like, why are you saying that? And you're here wearing the same makeup you wore last week. Yeah, she is. But um, so does nearly every drag That's queen in this world. Exactly. And I'll tell Everyone you why. Everyone wears
1: the same makeup every week. Why is that? A, what? They didn't read. I think, she, obviously, um, Diya's got a few different makeup styles. But... She was trying to make, She was. it was similar to the week before, but it was the first week, the week before, we'd seen her look really distinctly different in makeup style to Crystal. It was a look that we'd never seen Crystal do. The kind of quite strange and interesting and artistic sort of under eye makeup that she was doing. Yeah. And it was very un-Crystal. I think that's why she did it. I do. I do, not honestly. That's my opinion. Thank you. I'm just having a little sip here. You are, yeah. Dead air. I've got to keep going now, haven't I? (laughs) (laughs) You just carry this. You carry this on your shoulders. It's difficult. It's really challenging.
0: Uh, Okay. So (laughs) that was your comeback, which I just thought that it just was it doesn't warrant any credibility or any Mm -hmm. power because, and like, Everyone has a distinctive makeup. It's Steamy the same. Steamy dress
1: It's like, I couldn't see any wrinkles. Neither it was could a I. ruffled yeah, skirt anyway. N- neither
0: could I. Yeah. But, um, but go off, go off. <laughs> now, the funny thing is that Di apologizes to Georges the following day. And I want to say that it was five, six, seven, eight, and fake, <laughs> and fake. <laughs> it was such a fake apology. And like, as she was apologizing, I was like, I'm actually getting really awkward. Can you please stop? What you, just, what you think you're doing is apologising, and it's not. And it's so forced. And I was like, I actually liked you
1: more when you were speaking the truth because nothing that you said was a lie. Exactly. And So I mean, don't don't apologise for it. I think Daya... I mean, she probably thought, like, I've hurt her feelings. I didn't want to do that. She's probably also thinking about potential backlash from the fandom. So she felt like she had to do something in that moment to look a bit better. It could have been phrased differently. It could have been like... George, i'm i'm kind of sorry that i spoke in anger i do stand by my opinion um and I'm sorry if it hurt your feelings, but I am sorry that I spoke in anger. You know, I, I, d- I didn't ev- deliver it in a calm I way. I wouldn't
0: even have done that. I would have just been like, hey, look, we all had things to say. Today's a new day. Let's just move on and start afresh. I
1: wouldn't even Maybe bring Maybe it'll up- be a dance challenge, Georges. Yeah.
0: I wouldn't even bring it up. Like, don't don't, don't bring it up.
1: Can I will just say, let's move on. It's a new day.
0: New day in the workroom. It's and- a new day in the
1: workroom. Can I just say I'm quite um, shocked we've not had more dance challenges yet, considering we've got quite a few movers in the cast.
0: That's a good point. We yeah. got we got Die No, no, no. no. We've got Deja Sky. We've <laughs> got Georges. We had Alyssa Hunter. We've got Jasmine Kennedy. You're
1: right, they should have had um like they've a, had a lot a, of design challenges, I'll tell you that. A little rusical or a dance challenge or something, it would have been Especially especially considering it seems like George's has Rue's golden touch now. You know, very crystal Versace. She's really?
0: up there. The, the holy she's up there now. She she's now formed the third of the holy trinity of mm-hmm. people who've been blessed yes. by RuPaul. Yes. And that is Christopher Sace. Mm-hmm. The second one is um Plastique Tiara. Oh gosh. And yeah. the third is I'm now George.
1: <laughs> Those three yeah. are the ones who have been personally blessed yep. by RuPaul. They're <laughs> of a similar archetype, aren't they? Kind of like just gorgeous. Gorgeous. Yeah, as in they're
0: young and I mean I want to say twinks, the young twinks who look very good and and very passable, mm-hmm. um, female presenting and drag. Well, rude does, and that's Rue's you know, Go to rude's face. Yes. Let's be honest, rude favors. Rude favors. Um, drag queens who pass off as women or who are very quite womanly
1: like yeah the first three seasons were heavily dominated by that I think it evolved a little after season four Four. when I did think we got more diversity in body shapes and things in the cast and styles Mm. of drag Mm. but up until then Rue talked a lot about this phrase realness that has really fallen out of favour because it's kind of got it's kind of got like vaguely transphobic undertones really that phrase realness hasn't it if you think about it it's about like having to aspire to a certain very strict archetype of femininity that not everybody can or wants to aspire to. Um, but anyway, she, that's kind of fallen by the wayside, I think, as a good thing. But let's not Ed forget is tra- that is Rue's favourite. Yeah. That is Rue's favourite. She's got
0: the songs. The oh, real training teachers up in here. Oh, yeah. Like, she's... But look, let's be honest. You don't hear that she, played anymore, do you? No. Let's be <laughs> honest. She did. Her, the, her thoughts are, I feel, predominantly the dominating thoughts of drag at that time. Mm. And Rue is old school, so she is going to carry these. Rue's had to evolve so much with with her own show. But She's that's been a good forced. Thing. I know, mm. but she has been forced to evolve and to accept different forms of drag outside of her own. And I think as as we all are recipients of this art form, yeah. we too have had to evolve what we think drag yes. was. I especially I, yeah. have been one of them, I have been very I thought well, I knew what a drag queen was, but the more and more we watch it, the more and more we review it, I see that actually
1: it's there are endless ways to express how you see and, and experience drag. I think Dracula has been very helpful. for amazing. us personally in like diversifying our opinion of what drag is, I think as easy as it can be to condemn Rue for views that she's expressed in the past, I think also the show's development and progression needs to be acknowledged. Yeah. Um, still work to do, but getting there. If you want to get into drag, one thing that I implore everyone to do is
0: A, watch Dragular, and B, support local drag artists. Mm-hmm. Drag artists who perform how they feel they want to be seen and experienced by you, because what we are seeing is drag through the view of WOW Presents mm-hmm. and how they want to be portrayed as an organisation, that 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 that's, that's all Indeed. we are seeing. Yeah, it's, we're seeing what they want to represent. Commercialized well. yes, drag. it's commercialized. But if you want to see drag um, without this this uh,
1: corporate tape, go mm-hmm. on. Go go see a drag show. Thankfully, as well, we do. You know, even if you don't have that in your local area, um, there are so many online ways of of enjoying digital drag shows since the pandemic as well, which is perhaps the silver lining. So you can see a real diversity from your own home. Yeah. Mm. There it is. Look at us. I know, right? Look at us promoting.
0: Yeah, Oh, we're pro- just. Okay, cool. the maxi stage challenge this week is they're starring in a, a new drag race drama called The Daytona Wind. Now, that must be an American show that we don't understand. No, I mean, I guess like I she makes
1: reference to Days of Our Lives, Dallas Dynasty in her blurb i think this is made up daytona wind but you know it's got that that kind of that air of opulence and drama
0: well that's my southern accent daytona
1: i just thought like drag race because it's race oh that's a really good point well that's what i thought it was daytona wind okay well done you
0: Wow, always with the hint of surprise. <laughs> wow. Good on you, Paula. Good boy. Look at you. Speaking thoughts, <laughs> having
1: ideas.
0: So it's a sizzling soap opera, basically. Um the, the acting in a drag race drama, it's a soap opera challenge, and they're representing three dynasties. One, the the, the Davenports, the O'Hara's, and the Iman. I've got a little dynasty. game to play
1: not Iman. Joking, the, the Michaels. <laughs> I've got a little game to play. Okay. So starting with davenport. Yeah. You name a davenport, I name a davenport until we run out of davenports. Um Kennedy. Uh, davenport. Okay, Akira Chanel Davenport.
0: Um Asia Ohara. No. Um Davenport uh, Asia? No, she's
1: O'Hara. No she uh, Kennedy Davenport. You've said Kennedy, you started with Kennedy. Okay, who was the one that was just on um you're thinking of, I'm going to give you one. Yeah. Raja Davenport Raja, that, you know okay. that's who I was talking about. Yeah, okay, I'm going to give you
0: that. Yeah, Raja.
1: Uh, because I've got another. Uh, Sahara Davenport. Akiria Davenport. I just had Akiria. Damn it. I don't like this game. You could have well, told me while we were off screen. So I, it's I more fun what, and fresh. While we were off the camera. It's not like I've been planning it for 10 minutes or yeah, anything. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that you were writing that every <laughs> single thing in your notebook while we were watching the, like, the next part. Okay, let's go on to O'Hara's. Okay. And remember the o- Asia. O- the O'Hara's aren't all in one family. There's a few different oh, O'Hara's, no, no. but anybody with that surname. Okay. Asia and Eureka. No, no, no. You give me two. Uh, Fifi and Raja. You came for me. What? I feel attacked. You told me to give you two, so I died. Um, Bimini O'Hara. <laughs> no. I, that's all the O'Hara's I can think of, actually. <laughs> um, last one. Cameron Michaels. Um, Chad Michaels. Um... Uh, Chairs Michaels. No. There's two more I can think of. Tom, I don't like this game. Well, there's Kenya, who's unrelated, but was on the same season as Chad. But the one who is actually Chad's daughter is uh, Morgan McMichaels. Damn it. Well. Wow.
0: Well, well, you spent up. You, is that why you were awake last night <laughs> by the lamp, what? just thinking of all where's these O'Hara's and these things?
1: Oh of this challenge. Did you really watch the episode? <laughs> I stayed are you up till seen, two o'clock. You're not staying true to what we do here, Tom. <laughs> no. This is supposed
0: to be the first time we watch it. None of this research, behind the scenes stuff going on.
1: That was my brain, actually. Anybody out there? If you, if we've missed a Davenport in because I think, oh, Honey Davenport. Ah, well. Th- does that mean that Monique's exchange? Because that's kind of her drag mom. She's her mum, but she's not a Davenport. She didn't take the name. I love drag families. I could spend all day talking about drag families. Okay, okay. let's.
0: Okay, we're going to get into the soap opera challenge, but it's, the, it's an acting challenge this week, isn't it? And when we think an acting mm-hmm. challenge, I want you to give me one of your favorite actors. From RuPaul's Drag Race, who just... I can think of For you, shine as an an example of who these girls should try to
1: aspire to be. Can I give him a top three? Yep. Oh, because it's probably like my top three, probably off the top of my head. Bob. Oh, Absolutely. In uh, Ruko Empire in particular.
0: Why did I spend all my time putting on all of this? Um, all right, there's more. This. <laughs> Why I spend my time doing that, bitch? <laughs> but still running. Uh-huh.
1: Alaska in any acting challenge, but particularly the movie one in All Stars 2 when she just did that immaculate Baby Jane. But she was great in the um, uh one as well, which also brings me to Jinx. Yes.
0: He'll <laughs> <Hilda. laughs> die. You are mera stupido if you think you were going to miss it out, familia. I mean, she's just. Jinx, absolutely. Alaska, absolutely. Mm. I think Eve 6000 and oh, Canada's yeah. Drag Race season two should have won the challenge, the Advy Challenge. Because not only was she amazing in that role, I think that was one of the best acting challenges, scripts. It was very good, very good Ever script. seen. Mm. Um, but Eve 6000 was so I don't good think in that.
1: Much of international. I also
0: girls. think about um,
1: Thorgy. Thorgy, Thorgy was one. fantastic. Thorgy was great in there. second just to Bob. Yeah. Uh, the whole season. I mean, her whole life. It's, her whole drag <laughs> career, it seems um ginger Minj, season seven eggs 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 that's more of a musical but yeah i, I do think she's a fab actress yeah. Well, musical is singing and acting katya so. is a good little actress
0: uh, mm, meh.
1: um i just while we're on subject of e thousand yeah. um it feels like so many queens are finding their truth lately um in an interview with joseph shepherd she's shared with the world that she is a trans woman hmm. and uh, Eve six thousand wow, well what so has um Jasmine Kennedy from yes. this season yes she too is now a trans so many queens are finding their truth and it's wonderful I just think it may hopefully it's indicative of of societal change that people feel so much more comfortable to be able to live their truth now. And it's, I think it's just wonderful. But okay. yeah, Eve and Jasmine, like lots of love to both of you. Now, um, we
0: haven't written down who these girls are playing, but we have seen a bit of the rehearsals. And from the rehearsals, I just want to say that there are two, there are two people who have just made me laugh. And I'm really surprised because it's very rare that it's funny. Let's be honest. But um, Willow Pill and Diabetti in the rehearsals, their delivery is just so, so good. Who was the, um, I'm taking the dog's, dumbass
1: Jennifer Coolidge Yes Yeah, yeah, yeah. um
0: yeah. I think I really do <laughs> feel that Will Ferrell is channeling that but then at the same time Diabetti is taking on a very Valley Girl slash White Chicks yeah um, yeah, yeah I, yeah.
1: I just thought that I was, I, was, I was like wow they're actually really funny they're really killing it Willow completely expected for my money Willow is the best comic actress in this cast because she smashed every comedy challenge this one included we'll come on to some of the other girls well, in a moment to be
0: honest I thought Diabetti um, sorry I thought Deja Sky was up there because the last two acting challenges I really felt she was underrated. She's she was been really fab good. in both of but them. But in this rehearsal, I'm, I'm
1: seeing a, a bit of inconsistency. And what in is that, it, do you think? Why? Because uh, she's been so good in the previous ones.
0: I don't know. I wonder if the um,
1: intimidation of performing in front of RuPaul is affecting these girls. That's noteworthy as well, because we've not seen Ru direct in a little while. Can not remember? Last one might have been UK season two, to my mind. She. Or even season three. Actually, didn't she direct the Star Wars one with Michelle? I think she yes. did. But in the American season, well, talking about sorry, frequent. talking
0: about the Star Wars one and, and acting challenges, we need to give it up to Alavadey and also um, Kitty Scott, Kitty Scott Claws, yeah. because them two in there were
1: amazing. It was re- they were all four were pretty solid, but they were particularly good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, back to season fourteen. Um, the yeah, I mean, Dia, Yes, I think she might be a bit rattled by Ruse, or oh, just generally rattled by not feeling appreciated in the competition so far. I wonder if that's getting to her because she's just been safe, safe, safe. When there are times when she should have been high.
0: Hi. Yeah, I, I, I just hope that you know a lot of times rehearsals they're there to segue you off, they're there to um misdirect, they misdirect so that. They're like, oh no, they're struggling so much in the rehearsals, and then you get to the final yeah, product. Let's see what the final then, edit yeah, shows, and then it's like something completely different. So, I'm hoping it's that kind of situation because also our lead, our lead, our front runner, Angeria, was actually shown to be struggling quite yes. a lot, and so
1: it's hard to see. It's hard to see, it's yeah, it, Angie for the first time has not. Shone bright like a diamond. Mm. Le- again, let's see what the finished product shows. Let's have a look. Um, we'll, we'll watch some more and see what Aston Rifles.
0: We have just seen the Daytona win the premiere on the Maxi Stage Challenge. Um, we've watched it once and once only because we feel like that is all we need. It's enough.
1: It's enough. It's enough, right? Yeah. have got the gist. Yeah. Uh, hmm. Well. Uh. uh Go on, say what we're thinking. So, let me just
0: say this. First of all, First of I was all. I was actually like, wow, it actually looks like they've put a bit of money into the costuming yes. and the design and the yep. rehearsals. I was thinking, finally, it, it shows how much money they're making. You a know, lot of the girls always... are doing
1: well in the rehearsal yes. as well. I was
0: like, okay, good. We're gonna finally get something great. And then like, what what had happened was they had added a lot of farting sounds to the. Um, for an editing um, in post production, they edit. Um, Rue herself. A lot of farting.
1: Rue herself did this overnight. All I want to say is that it's, it's like that humor.
0: For me, is funny once, maybe yes, but it's, like, it's
1: funny when it's spontaneous and bombastic, and it's. Yeah part of a scene and there's a, and it's a real builder. and it's real like it, it, maybe an example would be that scene in bridesmaids the whole film didn't depend on fart humor and actually that scene did probably go on a little long but there was some funny in there because it was unexpected and it was not well you know also what was the um
0: the one with eddie murphy the um big mom's house was it the the one where yeah. he's
1: fat Become... He's done a lot of films like that. Is that the one where he plays every part? Yeah. Not that he's a narcissist or anything. I think it was like a farting scene. Look,
0: like, I, I am not a prude. I want you to know, Tom Dr. Tom and I are not prudes. We're not
1: prudes. We're not But like, of it, of it course, just, it just, For me, it just it seemed like... It, it, um... It's a bit puerile, I think, and it overshadowed some good performances. So a lot of the girls did really well this week, but I found myself not laughing because they kept on making these fart noises that were obviously supposed to be the punchline when their performances and the script should have been the punchline. I was
0: just... I was was, was
1: immature humour. I was just really, really surprised that like Rue and Michelle and Ross and and TJ Madsen were, were just like... Like sitting there laughing at it, and the girls are like playing along, and it's like, was like it's that awkward funny. moment.
0: You're right; it's the awkward moment when someone's telling a joke and everyone's laughing, and, but you don't find it funny, but you laugh long because you're like, like <laughs> yeah, oh <laughs> yeah, it's exactly. funny. Exactly. Like T. S. Like...
1: Madison. Sorry, I call it T. J. Madison. T. S. Madison. Um, the it's laughing at your boss's jokes. This is this is a <clears throat> oh my god, Chandler's work laugh all over again. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'm being Monica Monica's fake
1: laugh.
0: <laughs> it was um okay. besides that, let's let's go into who we think did well uh, just just let's not break down every single person talk to me who stood out and who didn't. For me, I still really did like the
1: um performance by Willow um by Willow Pill. Willow, and it's no surprise, Willow was one of the strongest this week. And my personal favorite, probably, she's just so good at, like, inhabiting a character. Um, she did kind of, like, this this funny, bimbo-esque, deadpan delivery with the boob clutching thing as well. They just really that tiny handbag. She's into those touches, isn't she? Those visual gags.
0: Mm, I feel like everyone did well. What they'll need to do was go back to the rehearsals and talk about how they were to work with and how they were to shoot. Yeah. Because the final product was actually okay for me. if I go for all the girls, um Angeria, Angeria the editor her to do pretty good. She looked, she was so fine. She, she's she was on safe. struggle
1: best in the rehearsal but, and I kept on thinking at the beginning, actually, that she didn't have her usual sparkle, but she got there in the end. And her scenes with Lady Camden were funny, and she brought she brought mm. her charisma to it. Willow Pill was good. Bosco was Bosco. There good. was not much screen time for Bosco. She didn't have them much. She was funny in the rehearsals. I really liked her entrance. She was great. I think I keep on looking at her and thinking, I see Annie Lennox every time I see her, especially with red hair. George's was good safe. i don't remember they, her they made such a big deal out of rue giving her direction special touch in the um in the rehearsals and doing all these actually very funny reaction faces and now we know why there was such a range of reaction faces but they weren't really used it could have been like you know i know they're going for like an american soap opera but you know there's like amazing um indian soap opera entrances where a villain enters in particular and it's all camera angles and faces and reactions yeah, it could have they could have made more of it, like bollywood yeah
0: i think um kerry colby was just uh, she didn't really stand out i know that she was there she didn't do a great job she didn't do a bad job she was there she was the furniture
1: i've written solid or safe for kerry diabetes was good Diabetti managed to make her presence known, which was good. She did a good kind of bimbo-esque character yeah. with a kind of like Californian inflection. Absolutely. She she acted. Um,
0: Jasmine Kennedy, I if, if I had to find a bottom to, uh, to some... Uh, bottom in this group, it would be Jasmine, and it was just like her conviction of selling me her character, I wasn't bored on it, and you know what, it it didn't take much in this kind of scenario, in this kind of uh, acting challenge, I wasn't serious, but there was something about it that was just too, like it wasn't it wasn't enough for me jasmine. and i think deja sky was there for me as well and, you know i yeah. love deja i thought she was robbed of the first two acting challenges but this time i, I didn't see that same she
1: did not have her sparkle. power and her yeah. acting she didn't feel very comfortable as well but i do bring it back to i think her feeling a bit rattled at this point and underappreciated and i think she's a bit in her head jasmine did better than i expected her to because she didn't impress me in the other two acting challenges but she did better this time i think she's learning now the one we've not talked about is lady camden who i thought did a really great job she he, gave she gave me like english villainess. she was yeah. very very good she was every inch the joan collins okay i thought she was great yeah um if i were to give my top three based on the performances alone before we go into the runway it's probably willow camden and um dyer dyer yeah go for it I'm looking at everybody else and I'm thinking, meh, meh, meh. Is that an attractive noise? (laughs) Meh. Nobody wants to listen to that. Um yeah I actually don't see anybody else like proper vying for the top spot based on the final it's hard it's hard because it was crap let's be honest
0: like these acting challenges that they do aren't and never good so it's hard to to say okay um how how do you judge a how do you judge with quality when what you're given is is just a piss take
1: do you think they're getting so matter now that like we're fully aware that the writing is bad so we're just gonna put farts over it because it's poo it's just like like, how do you how do you judge that someone's talent through bad writing through bad
0: direction and it's, mm. it's and, and it's not fair on them so a, a lot of this is just it's uh,
1: the girls were good sports for for playing along it's almost laughing. like who's the, it's almost like who's the best sports to, to read the script and just give it their all and it's so uh for me it's hard considering how much rue loves this era of soap operas she references dynasty dallas those sorts of things a lot um I am I think they could have made something a lot better and a lot more special out of this concept. And, it, and instead they ruined it with fart gags. RuPaul is, and that, person. Shame for the RuPaul
0: is that, that person in class that does the armpit fart clap <laughs> and then just thinks it's a joke. joke it and 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 keeps, yeah, keeps going. Yeah, it keeps going. Because she was really into this whole thing and just laughing and it was like, oh God. I'm a bit so surprised. Ru's sense few, of humor yeah.
1: is more sophisticated than this. I'm is bit, it? It it, is. Ru is an incredibly witty and funny person, so I'm just really surprised this whole thing. I think it was a bad call, and I think it's a shame for the girls, because their performances were overshadowed by a really bad production decision. I need time to simmer. Let's watch the runway, and then let me simmer my thoughts
0: on this whole thing.
1: You simmer away, love. Okay. The category is Chaps on the Runway. So I went into this runway thinking there'd be a lot of, like, Christina Aguilera references or equestrian references, but here we go so first up we've got willow pill she's in very sort of pvc fetish where i see sort of john willie elements i see a little bit of hellraiser in there um she looks really great i love the concept she talks about this like the biggest wedgie in the world sort of concept so it's really fun and silly as well it's very willow pill yeah she looks great as well though i mean just take away the gag um it's very sleek very sexy look it's nice
0: it's nice it's it's nice it's different it's unusual it's nice uh so we give, we'll give her that yeah it's uh it's a it's a clever
1: you know what's very willow pill it's Will-O-Pil. a very good law. i like very it well. i'd like everything to be very willow pill uh next up we've got bosco what do you think bosco i like the different elements here i think overall she looks really really good um i love this long blonde weave on her she's a bit biker she's a bit hippie chick isn't she with the hair in the yeah, fringe? Yeah, you're right. Uh, and the headband. Um, she's giving me kind of this is the this is a vaguely Christina Aguilera-ish kind of look, I think. Um she's a bit Penelope pit stop. That's what I see when I see kind of like motocross with pink. A bit in amelia There's this there's this fashion brand called amelia that do lots of like motocross inspired stuff. Um Overall, great. She looks fabulous. I love this. She
0: looks like a model. Changing- she looks long and lean. Yeah. The pink, the hippie kind of. It's like a hippie, but it's leather and it's rhinestone and it, there's those studs on it. And that long Dot bomb. That bomb <laughs> dot uk it's like you know trinity versus milk.
1: yes that was the hippie inspired look that, that yeah it was
0: like it was that look but a blonde weave and instead of the hippie look it's a hippie leather
1: chap look pink motorbiker always gives me like moschino vibes as well they did runway that was very that
0: yeah yeah i was gonna say that yeah mm. yeah moschino
1: uh deja sky we have her hair Deja, I think a lot of Deja's looks are very from the brain of Deja, which I like about her. You know, I don't think she's always got like this specific pop culture reference or fashion reference going on. I think she's got her own sense of style, which I really, really enjoy about her. I want to go Itzu tonight. Okay, yeah. Let's okay, go here for dinner right okay we've announced that to our listeners why did she make me think of seafood because she looks like fish no tom (laughs) she's serving fish on a platter Ah,
0: no uh, very mermaidy it's very mermaid i guess it's a bit kind of the the shape the shape of it is very mermaid and i was
1: thinking oh that's a mermaid oh fish oh i like sushi (laughs) i want to go it's a japanese restaurant i'm looking forward to the sushi anyway i hope they've got a table I guess kind of Can we I, focus Can I please, please focus time? Well there's Ariel hair Going on
0: That's why mm-hmm. as well See the, the, okay. the orange hair It's, gave all, me in it's was, all in I there It's all in there I was like Why am I thinking about Etsy Why am I thinking so, about
1: sushi Ariel from The Little Mermaid Becomes quite a Slutty disco dancer In yeah. the 70s
0: No she heard no. So, so what what happened a was back. <laughs> What happened Is the Ariel Flitted <laughs> to the surface yes. And heard a song On the ship And yeah. the song was Dirty by Christina Aguilera Yeah and so But she, a disco remix But a disco remix mm-hmm. And that's
1: um, And admit birth to this look that we get from Deja Sky. <laughs> I do see what's saying. There's like the, the flared bell bottoms, there's a bit of a mermaid silhouette, but also that kind of like blue leopardy cheetah print is reminiscent like a lionfish or something as well, isn't it? There's very like tropical fish quality going on. Beautiful, beautiful. She looks great. I just love her shape and her makeup. Really good. Her, her shape, shape is so good. beautiful. The hourglass is on point. Now, Kerry comes out and Rue said it. And it was the first thing I thought as well. It's very Chewbacca from Star Wars. If you see this much kind of like brown long hair, you don't really know Star Wars, do you? But there's a big shaggy person called Chewbacca. Um, Now, I love I love the braids. The braids are stunning. I love the way she's working them. Overall, it's not my favorite look for Carrie. And when I think of kind of like hair pieces in fashion like this on clothes, I think a bit of Maison Margiela. I think a bit of Alexander McQueen as well in the um, Horn of Plenty runway. Um, I see what she's going for. I think I've seen it done a little better, unfortunately. Uh, I mean, I, I guess she was going for a wavy look with the hair. I think it would have looked sleeker and more lovely if she'd flat ironed the hair a bit. Because
0: okay.
1: it doesn't look wavy, it looks kinky. Do you know what I mean? Okay. but So you want a more straight, like what we saw Tamisha Iman do. Tamisha or even Alexis Michelle. Alexis Michelle. Yeah. I do think, obviously on a person's head, wavy or kinky hair looks wonderful, gorgeous. But on an, mm. a garment like this, it would look sleeker and better we're not here to
0: kink shame but kinks in that (laughs) here yeah
1: we shame you you can't kink shame on a chap's runway can you um speaking of which they had that little chat about the Folsom street fair didn't they yeah well you you just told me about it it's pride but it's pride in, in a place called Folsom yes but I think you know it's a really interesting conversation about how like Yes, it's important to have inclusive pride spaces for younger people or even children. But I think it's also important to have pride spaces where kink is celebrated that's not appropriate or family-friendly. And I do think that's important to have that separation. Have you been? To Folsom? Yeah. (laughs) It's in the USA. So it's only only in the USA. Folsom is a place. I think it might be in California. Yeah. The ghetto's a place, Paola. (laughs) Ghetto? Get Folsom is a concept But it's also a place (laughs) I've not been Um, I'd like to go then That'd be cool Okay you can dress up As a puppy Um, So yeah It's um, It's a no for you It's just not my favourite Carry look It's a no for you Everything from the head up Gorgeous Yeah, that's called pretty girl privilege. We've already (laughs) talked about it. She can make anything look good. Cut her head off. What do you think about the garment? I also think she could have added a few more tracks on for some fullness because I can see kind of like the gaps and stuff. I know some gaps are purposeful. We're supposed to see her hips. It's chaps. But some of the gaps, it just looks like the the patches of hair were a bit thin, unfortunately. Okay, Okay. what about George's? George's isn't serving chaps to me. Um, It's not a conventional chaps look in any way like so what I'm seeing is she's got this lovely bejeweled two-piece and she's got these lovely bejeweled lacy kind of leggings and shruggy arms the the way that the leggings are cut at the top just looks like leggings that are ridden down chaps leave the gap at the front of the thigh but connect to the side of the thigh don't they that's chaps okay these are not chaps is this the whole? Um, it's the this thing is the caftan? This is the whole caftan. A carrier. That ain't a caftan. I'm happy to be corrected on this. And she looks beautiful, and her shape is beautiful. the The two piece in particular looks really lovely, stoned and expensive. But it's not chaps. It's not chaps. I love okay. her hair. I love. And her the one of this week is gorgeous. <laughs> Could you
0: imagine? Could you imagine? <laughs> She's already
1: had one week of it. Could you imagine another? Oh lord. Her makeup is gorgeous. The hair is gorgeous. She's just not giving me chaps. Do you know what? This is just a very gorgeous
0: look of. I saw this on a hanger backstage. I would just automatically know what if it was for Georgia. Almost
1: no clothes. Yeah, it's George's. I mean, she's really
0: proud of her body, and she's so she tall, should be. And she's been I mean, very praised for it. So obviously, she wants to
1: flaunt her best asset. She pads really beautifully. But she I can see written... her bra from the back. Oh no! So, Angeria, can you? I can see a black bra. Other a, girls, a have been white, read. the white tape. Other the girls whi- have been red for that before. Oh, I think it's actually the connector on the shrug, actually. Okay. I mean, I love this look. Angeria.
0: I, no, I love the look from George's. Okay. Um, but if you're saying it's like, uh, yeah. If it's not, Chips, then it doesn't if the it's category, not Chaps, then there's a category, unfortunately. But Angeria
1: is very, is, she's giving me black share. She's giving me black share. Going as well.
0: to um, Studio
1: 54. Oh, she's share on the share show in the 70s, dressed by Bob Mackie, doing like a funky disco Chaps look. She looks really, really good. Um, I love the big shoulder detail. Um, it's like the- Mickey Mouse ears on her shoulder, <laughs> yeah. but they're golden. It's a fab. I think that ele- elevates it from being like a basic catsuit. I really like the shoulder detail. The bell bottoms take you out of it as well, and that gorgeous, how many inches sheer <laughs> Yeah,
0: the fit, the fit of the Mickey Mouse ears on the top, and the fit of how it just. From her belly button up, mm. this is what Janae Jacay was trying to do with her talent show look. Remember that her first look yeah. was that kind of Mickey Mouse, but the fit was so off. Yeah. I think in her mind, this is what she wanted to achieve. Something mm. of this fit. Mm-hmm. And um, Nigeria is just showing how it's done. And this is her first time.
1: I mean, Nigeria's fab, isn't she? She's not had a single bedroom runway look. Last week, I didn't like. I loved it. I didn't. That little bat dress that she made out of flipping blinds. No, sorry,
0: the week before, that pink thing.
1: Oh, the Cardi B look.
0: The floor. I, I didn't like that. Okay, that's fine. Cool. Uh, next week, sorry. Next up, we have got Jasmine Kennedy, who just graduated. In his in his walking down,
1: so the concept's a little muddy for me. It's a fun look, yeah, but I don't really know who this girl is, who's, I get it. who's like graduating but walking out in a fishnet body stocking and chaps. I mean, it's it's very I wish you inspired by the graduate. Uh, we have seen motorboards on the runway before. I think that was like Ralph Lauren or something. this is a uh, this is such a disconnect with this this whole look for me uh, I don't get I it. feel like she had the chaps. she had them because she's a dancing girl because you're wearing this on stage and she wore it with like the netting. She was like, great, I've got that. I need to give it a spin. I need to get a concept. Oh, these are my high school colors. I'm gonna wear a cape and a waterboard. waterboard motorboard.
0: I did not like it, but um sure. Lady the came the concept
1: was muddy for me but she she looked polished
0: Lady yeah lady camden convinced the hell out of me i this thought really good. she fell and i was like oh my god not only does she fall but her we
1: fell off i thought it was gonna be like second injury of the season she's holding a mouth as she lost a tooth the poor I, girl i was what could you imagine i was
0: like oh my god why couldn't they have used her second take they walked twice we all know that they, we all know that the drag queens walked the runway twice once without music yeah so that once without music so that the judges can speak and then once with the music Mm -hmm. and i thought why couldn't they have used the other one but then what happened it was a
1: reveal it was a reveal darling so she's giving very glam rock 70s um there's almost like a mark bolan-esque quality when she's walking out and then she transforms into freddie mercury and I, i think this is a reference freddie mercury did wear a white uh catsuit with black lightning flashes on it so i think it's a direct reference um and then she performs the heck out of it. She struts out. She gives it this mask character. Um, she's very rock and roll. The mustache is hilarious, by the way. Um, this is super duper fun. Like, I think this is a really good example of how a performance can elevate something that's not the most complicated outfit. But I had a lot of fun watching her. And like the reference. Um Absolutely. Like British glam rock royalty references. I'm loving it.
0: Her fall was so convincing, was so perfect. Mm. Like It wasn't like an accidental, like, it, I think everyone who watched it was like, oh, she fell. Like, she definitely fell. And she is, uh, yes, and her performance sold the damn look. Mm-hmm. I mean,
1: it, this was just amazing. Lightning flashes also when she came out. Like, there's always a vaguely... Ziggy Stardust lot insane quality to lightning flashes, but lovely overall. Die Now I'm not a fan of the gray coloring and her look. So she's got a
0: chaps in the bottom uh, businesswoman on top. It's kind of like Britney Spears. You know, okay. when, you, when you think about Britney Spears um, and her like sexy tuxedo, it's that, but it's chaps. I just think that the coloring doesn't do her any justice because a gray especially can bulk you. Sh-sh-um. I think red well,
1: fashion opinions. From Paulo. Uh,
0: here he goes. Why? Every time I talk... Why? Every time I try to talk fashion, Greg you look can, like, at me really like... bulk
1: you out. It's like... Every time stay think, away from guys. It's like,
0: should I just push the button? Why? <laughs> why, Tom? Why? Why can't I speak about fashion? Sometimes I have opinions on
1: it. And I love to hear them. You are full of it. <laughs> you, I tell are you just full of it. Can I tell you what I think? Do you know makes... what you're full of? Eh, eh. <laughs> Do you know what I think her concept was here? It's like... Um, businessman with a kinky secret and i think that explains the gray and the drabness of the color scheme you know rocky horror show you know um towards the end when everybody's having their sexual awakening and um dr scott uh is it's in the floor show and dr scott reveals that he's wearing suspenders and stockings like everybody else under his suit and he he does that you don't, you don't really know what I mean, do you? No, because all
0: I know is the music from Rocky Horror Show. I don't know. So I've, there's never, the,
1: I've never seen it beginning to end. The bit in the floor show where Dr. Scott starts singing, is like, for the queen. And he's like, he's like, his leg is coming up and he's got suspenders on. That's what it reminds me of. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I, I think it's like, this. I'm going to say it, Slightly mugler nod, I think. Um, hmm. But I would have liked maybe a more nipped in waist or something on the... I would like the the cut, I think you said this, of the blazer to be more chic and more nipped yeah.
0: in. and I think having it be grey doesn't help it. Because you can cinch most things, but grey doesn't... Grey <laughs> doesn't cinch, stuff. unfortunately. Grey is, is not your friend. <laughs> grey, stay
1: away from <laughs> it. <laughs> I think the concept was like drab with a kinky secret. I that's don't why think great. that was
0: her that was her I don't think that was it. Look, we've had time to think about the um what the
1: commercial, whatever it was, or mm-hmm. well, mm-hmm. seeing the looks.
0: Mm-hmm. Do you mm-hmm. wanna throw some tops and bottoms out there for me?
1: I think it's a great week for Camden. I think it's a great week for Willow. I think Dia should be in the top three, but I don't think she's a winner. Um the girls who I think struggled, nothing's really changed my mind other than like Georgia says luck is not chaps. Carrie is very, very beautiful, and most of her runways so far have been really, really strong. But this is not her strongest runway, and she was. Her runways have not been strong. They have, they have. Last week, the thing she made. No, when she makes something, don't get me wrong, they're rough.
0: That flower thing that
1: you see. I was... loved that. Oh, it was, was a GCC project. Your... It was it was a barely oh, a pass. Bowler, This is when you should stop talking about fashion. Ah. <laughs> Um,
0: <laughs> um, anyway, you know what? One podcast with Joey and all of a sudden, everything you say matters. Wow. you know, <laughs> Joe agreed
1: with me on most things. Tom, what I is with one button and editing, I can mute you. Wow. you are the producer. Deja was a bit lost in the shuffle, lacked her usual sparkle, but her runway is great. Um, Carrie, I, I think it's really, really noticeable. Carrie's had like very few talking heads or... She's had very little screen time this week, so it's telling me that she's safe or something. Trump,
0: d- d- what are you I know, feel I know, I know, I know, I know. Let me go, let me go because go on, go on, go on, I think go on. you need to you need to think. <laughs> <laughs> the bottoms for me is Deja mm-hmm. and Jasmine Kennedy. Uh, the tops for me are Willow Pearl and Diabetty. And I might even prefer Lady Camden up there. If I had to put another person in the bottom from the rehearsals, Angeria mm-hmm. needs to be pulled up. And I think it would be a good wake up call because she's just been gliding
1: through this competition. Just a little aside, you know what interests me so much about Angeria is that she's such a front runner who's been literally high, every single episode high or winning. She's not had a single even safe placement. But she's had no storyline whatsoever. Mm yeah just an observation so what do you think I'll go to my thoughts um, I'll agree with you on the bottoms I think we agree on the tops I think I think yeah the poor Deja just didn't have her all this week um, yeah that's Let, let's me. just
0: look uh, it's really hard I mean this commercial was this the, the maxi challenge was very weird it was weird so let's just see how they dissect this let's it listen it was strange Ah, uh, so, um, oh. a big change. There are no bar
1: terms, there are only saves. So, I'm thinking this is because Cornbread went home and they need another episode where nobody goes home. I would guess that's the reason for this decision. Yeah, and also they wanted to save Injuria. Well. Because it all, seems like she should have been at the bottom from what we've been hearing
0: me hear from the Untucked.
1: I'm not mad at Anjiri being spared because she's such a phenomenal competitor. Um, I would imagine she could kill lip sync though. Um, one queen who's in the safes slash bombs um, is a bit of a recurring theme really is Kerry. Is Carrie. Kerry's been spared when she's underperformed. I think Kerry is fierce. She's fierce AF. She's so beautiful. Um, she's gorgeous. And she's actually so good in the confessionals. Um but when she underperforms, this season has spared her a little bit. Mm. Um, it's surprising almost to see Deja there because they're sleeping on her and she had a bad week and I thought they would have kicked her out.
0: Same. I've, mm. I, so I thought, you know what, I'm happy that she's saved. I am, because yeah. I actually think she should have been in the bottom. Mm. But um, since there are no bottoms, I'm happy that she's safe. Which means that everyone else on stage, which is Willow Pill, Bosco, Georges, Lady Camden and Jasmine Kennedy, they're all, and diabetes. they're all safe. So all, they're,
1: they're all tops. All of our tops were there, yeah. weren't they?
0: Now, the top two had to lip sync for their
1: lives, and the top two was Diabetti and Lady Camden. Before we get into lip sync, we have actually watched Untucked for a change this week because we were interested because of the weird judging situation. And it was a very touching untouched. Untouched? Untucked.
0: Untouched. Is it is Untouched. Who's that? Who are you being? Who are you being right now? I
1: don't know who that is. Right in, viewers. Right in. Sound off, guys. Sound off. But you know, things that we've mentioned this week and last week, we have some really, really touching, emotional moments. And tucked with, with Bosco and Jasmine talking about their trans identity, but how you know. It's taken them a while to get to the point where they're either able to or financially stable enough to do so. Mm. And uh, just some really, really touching emotional moments. And the the emotion that came out of Jasmine in particular was really, really heart-wrenching, I thought. And like a real kind of expression of the distress and dysphoria that trans people go through, but also the relief that comes with... um, being able to tell the people around them in a safe space and being accepted by those people. And I thought it was so amazing what she said about like seeing Carrie as a confident woman really kind of like helped her to realise, yeah, this is this is what I need. This is who I am. Yeah. Um,
0: so it takes that sometimes to see someone else living that life freely and confidently mm. and happily for you to be like Actually, that's what I want. And maybe that's what I needed for me to take that next step into acceptance. Yeah. Into telling people, hey, guess what? This is who I am.
1: So actually, like a really lovely, uplifting, untucked, and all the love in the world to to Bosco and Jasmine in particular on their journey. Absolutely. Yeah. So the lip sync this week is between Di
0: Betty and Lady Camden. And remember, they're lip syncing for the win. Now, the song was Blondies, um, One Way or Another. Mm-hmm. and I love um,
1: Blondie so much. Great. Go off, go off, sis, go off, sis. Hey, so listen and, to this song on my little headphones on the school bus. And both of these queens are great
0: performers, but um, a Lady Camden for me for the one. We haven't seen the results here, we've just seen the lip sync, and for me, um, she was Lady Camden was dancerly, she was Dance-ally. fiery, she was playful with the music, yeah. And I just think that. Because there were so many varieties and very and just were, her performance was so dynamic. It was, there were highs, there were lows. She used the stage, she characterized movements.
1: Mm-hmm. She had a character, and also she had the dancing to back her up. She really did. She was a full package, wasn't she? It was a really good performance from her. I did like you know how she utilized her little sort of child catcher moustache to give like a, an even like a one way and then I'll, yeah. I'll get you, I'll get you, I'll get you. I like how she emoted those. Lyrics. Daya did do a good job. I thought she gave her more like punky, grungy, kind of performative experience. But yeah. with, without, you know, she's not a dancer. No, um, she did everything but
0: dance. She was more of an artist. You know, we see an artist she's singing her songs She's an enjoyable she was, yeah singer. But she wasn't dancely the same way as um, Lady Camden was. Uh, it's so nice seeing these queens dance without the fear of going home, because I almost feel like there's a different spirit in their performance. There's a joy and exuberance. There is, there yeah. is. I'm fighting to, when you're fighting to win versus fighting to to lose. It's there are different energies, and you're you're in a different mindset,
1: and that will impact the way that you perform. It will suddenly have that effect. Sometimes the fire brings something different different out in a queen but it is enjoyable to see them like in their element and having a sense of joy as yeah. well yeah
0: who do you give the win to before we check
1: uh, it's lady and i'm pleased to see it because she's been bubbling up over the past few weeks. well she should have won last week this should be her second she win really actually she should have won last week yeah let's but, have a but look. you know who who knew she was a contender she's great
0: yeah okay well, let's have a look Yes, Lady Camden has been announced the winner, and we both agree with that so much.
1: The surprising rising star of the season, I would say, Lady Camden. She's just, like, been plugging away, plugging away, gaining momentum. Let's be
0: honest. These producers are panicking. They're like, who should we give it to? Bosco! (laughs) Oh, no, no, maybe we should give it to George's. (laughs) Oh, why not just give it to Lady Camden? She's actually doing well. Well, I would
1: say, of all the wins over the past three episodes since Cornbread has gone, most deserving... Yeah. I would say... Yeah. Most, Absolutely, most solid logical choice. What's
0: well, good? that next week is a performance-based challenge. We've got that to look forward to, and um, that kind of sums up this week's episode for us. Thank you so much for listening, Chloe. If you're still running, girl, go off. Keep going, girl. Keep, keep going. going. Keep, keep going. going. Push you keep it up. faster. <laughs> if your pace has slowed down, girl. Pick it up. Pick up that pace. <laughs> no, good on you. Thank you, everyone, for listening again. Follow us on Twitter. Follow us on Instagram. Um, rate us on Spotify. Send us a message or review us on podchaser.com or go on Apple Podcasts mm-hmm. um, that's us for this week this is and Dr Tom we'll see
1: you guys very soon next time lots of love guys see you soon